episode of the Bear Down Podcast. We're going men's golf edition. Chase Sinkevitz, Arizona men's golf. Chase, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate being here. Let's do it. So let's start right off. You have a last name that gets mispronounced more than maybe anybody in the history of Arizona athletics. Mm -hmm. It's spelt S-I-E-N-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z. Worst way you've heard it announced First T, uh, the Memorial, Sacramento, I got Winkinski with a W, and my caddy was actually one of my family friends, and he was like, holy cow, like, where did that come from? <laughs> and the guy was like this elderly guy, and like it was totally okay, but we were like, whoa, Winkinski? And then I, I swam growing up, and so we'd always be lane one, two, three, and then lane four, chase, and then pause. They would, they would just say, they'd either just say chase or chase S, so I've heard it all, no worries, it's a Polish last name. I love it. It's uh, it, it, it rolls off. Once you figure it out, it rolls off well. But you just mentioned it. Growing up in Northern California, you play, mm-hmm. you were at uh, attended high school and played multiple sports at Jesuit High, yeah. which for those who don't know, Jesuit High in Northern California, a pipeline for Arizona men's golf. Mm-hmm. You go from Sam Summerhauser, Dave Lask, and Brad Reeves of the most recent. Now, as a high school athlete, what did you play? Obviously, you mentioned swimming, but what else besides golf? So my, all my high school career, I played basketball and golf at Jesuit. And honestly, being in a team setting was like my biggest thing. I loved it. I made my best friends in it. And I, it was the best thing. I played basketball all four years, and I wouldn't change it for the world because it was just created that team setting and my best friends to this day. When did you first start playing golf? I'll say serious. Yeah. So I played multiple sports sports growing up. I, I swam. I did a little bit of cross country in middle school, uh, basketball, golf, baseball, even though that jacked up my swing. So that got cut short real quick. And uh, soccer, which was more so young chase. But um, serious golf was probably sort of like my first tournament when I was nine. Um, played golf when I was four. Basketball and golf were my main two. I grew up on a golf course. So I was very blessed to do that. And I don't know. Uh, serious golf probably high school starting high school years because basketball and golf were those my two and that was really it um but yeah serious golf sophomore year was like when i started playing those bigger tournaments those junior big tournaments that really got a name for myself and built up my brand a little bit so when you're in those junior tournaments first starting off what was your golf game like at Mm -hmm. that time so honestly as a freshman sophomore in high school i was not like one of the elite juniors and like people always say like how did you get recruited by these schools i'm like I didn't do anything until probably my junior, senior year of high school. And that's like a big thing that people really don't realize. It's like some schools draft early or recruit early. Some schools recruit late. And in my personal opinion, I like to recruit late because of my story. And you never know what someone could turn into in a four-year span of high school, especially. Now, the basketball portion of your career still rings true. Golf Channel earlier this year named you one of the top five basketball players in college golf. What's the basketball game like? Let's make that happen right now because we have, we have some, we have, that starting five is so strong. And J.R. Smith's one of them because he's a college golfer now. And so I was like, let's make that happen. And that was a story because we had me, I was six, I'm six four, and um, Christo from Georgia Tech, six eight. And we got a couple other guys that I know pretty well that we all kind of texted about and laughed about that that post came out. We're like, huh, it's kind of funny, but golfers are athletes too at times. So. We're trying to we're trying to change that this this year. On that team, what position are you playing? I am a shooting guard, so I shoot threes. I'm nice to refs. Can you dunk? I can dunk. <laughs> okay. But yeah. There we go. Dunk and shoot threes. Defense. Defense is there, but we'll worry about that later. We'll cherry pick and score. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm more golf, obviously, but yeah, that was a good that was a good time in my life for sure. And after growing up in, in high school in Northern California, your family moved to 
Texas. Mm -hmm. We're in Frisco, Texas now. I've been there for about two years. Okay, and that was a bit of the relationship and connection you have with Bryson DeChambeau. Mm -hmm. So he reached out to me via Instagram because some kid that I know really, really well from back home uh, tagged me in a post that said like Golf Channel was all about longest player in college golf. And right away, Bryson was like, he texted me, he goes, hey man, like this is really cool. Keep it up. If you need any tips or help, talk to me. And so we actually got into like this really cool mutual relationship over like Instagram DMs, which is nothing big, but it's really cool to get like that kind of recognition from someone of this caliber and someone that we can all look up to, especially he's changing the game. It's unreal. And so shout out to Bryson and just a really good dude reaching out to me and just being a support cat or supporter that I can look up to. Now your game is known as power off the tee yeah. driver. Yeah. How and how and when did you develop that specific strong suit of your game? Probably when I just grew. So I'm I was what five nine going into my high school ish career, and I just sprouted up my sophomore year. I got to six four, and it's all about power. Is all about width and having that long just wingspan and just that long lanky body. Whip it around my body pretty well, and I, it was honestly nothing that I crazy worked on just to get faster and faster like some people do. But it just kind of came naturally, so that was pretty nice to have in the bag. Best tip you can give somebody who wants to hit the driver better? Um, the biggest two things in golf, Tiger Tiger and his dad actually mentioned this growing up. He goes, you can swing the golf club as hard as you can as long as you keep your balance and hit the middle of the club face. And so to this day, that's kind of what I live by. And so I'll swing as hard as I can as long as I'm still hitting the middle of the face and keeping my balance. Easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Got to work at it. Uh, for sure. <laughs> now, uh, we're going to go back to last season, last spring. Mm -hmm. Arizona wins a Pac-12 championship. You're in the so lineup, fun. a part of that. So fun. First team, first team Pac-12 championship since 2004. Mm -hmm. Your favorite takeaway or favorite reflection of that fun time? As you favorite takeaway, um, winning with those guys. So we had, I was the only underclassman. So there was, uh, there was six of us for that tournament because Pac-12 is six. Mm -hmm. And it was me and five upperclassmen. And we had a ball winning together. Like it was one of those times that was just so surreal coming in on 18, Brad Reeves, shout out to him for winning Pac-12 as an Indy. And it was just so cool to just win as a team, especially in that caliber and kind of hand it to some teams that we're not big fans of. Now the winning continues on because just this week, Arizona wins the Arizona Intercollegiate's home tournament for the fifth consecutive year mm -hmm. of those five wins. You've been a part of three of them and I think while Christian Bank, you won the title, you had a top 10 finish. Uh, it came down to the last couple of holes. And a key hole for the entire tournament was your last hole. Mm -hmm. Walk us through your eagle on one. Mm -hmm. So I started on hole two. It was a shotgun start because of just darkness and stuff. So um, hole one, it was my last hole. It was part five. And I looked at the leaderboard going into 18, which was my second last hole. And we were up, I think, four or five. And so I was like, sweet, we're going to win this tournament. And like as an individual for golf, I'm like, how can I move myself up going into this par five and like make a birdie, maybe squeak top 10? Because like, I had a, not a great second round that kind of put me back, but um, played well all week. And going into one, I was just thinking, let's make a birdie. And so I hit my drive, not great, uh, a little up the right. I was 225, straight into the fan. And I hit a five iron that I roasted. And me and Coach Vargas were actually there. He goes, I was going to hit four, but then he's like, I think with your power, let's hit a strong five right at it or just right of it, actually. I ended up just hitting it right at it because I was like, it's either top 10 or not. And I was like, and then <laughs> I was like, I th I'm going to make birdie either way because I have a five iron in, or at least I hope. And I striped it, went right at it, and coach was like, ooh, that's going to be really good. Ends up being about 20 feet just short of it, right over the bunker on one at Tucson Country Club. And I ended up making it. 
I got a little excited because I knew I went from a 700 to 900. So it was like a good motivation for me just going forward and finishing the tournament strong. And someone from social media came up to me, he goes, that was huge for the, for the team. I'm like, dude, we're up like five or six. And he was like, no, two of your guys just made big numbers on 17 and that just put you up by one, I, I think. Yeah. And I was, I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. So walk off Eagle, um, great video, great fun and great team win, especially with the guys that we have this year. Definitely it's a different group, definitely a different team. And I was just excited to get a win at a quality country club that all teams have a good shot at. And we just kind of wanted a good shootout, which starts off the season very, very strong. Yeah, and it really set up, I think, the finale for Christian because mm -hmm. he had to go to one after that. And he was, I believe, at that point, up one, both as an individual and as a team. Exactly, yeah. And a par to win it. So mm -hmm. your eagle there really set up the opportunity for him yeah. to, to kind of put the, the finishing touches on the wins for him and the team. And that win, uh, final round 67 for you there at the Arizona Intercollegiate, a third consecutive top 10 finish for you going so far this year. What part of your game has improved the most since mm -hmm. you came to Arizona? So hinting at Desert Golf that we're here now in Tucson, um, I definitely got better just strategy-wise off the tee and just being smart about what I do and just not making those big numbers that I used to make as a child or as a kid really growing up. and. The biggest thing in golf is just keeping it in front of you, keeping it simple. And that's what I've lived by the last couple of years. And that's why I've kind of improved on a steep curve, which I'm really proud of. What is your favorite part of desert golf? Because mm -hmm. you didn't grow up in the desert, obviously, yes. but uh, you just mentioned it's a different strategy here. Um, obviously, Arizona is a great golf state. Anywhere mm -hmm. you go in the state, great courses, a love of the game. What specifically about desert golf is different or your favorite part? Yeah, so the biggest thing about desert golf is it's very, how do you put this? Um, you can, you can see it's mapped out right in front of you. And you can see the desert on the left, desert on the right, and the center, the center stripe of the fairway. Back in Sacramento or in California, I played a little bit of bomb and gouge. So that's where I probably got most of my length like from because I would just hit as far as I could. Wouldn't care if I was in the rough. I'd flip a wedge on the green and two putt or one putt. And that was my life growing up. And I came to desert golf freshman year, totally different story. So I would uh, get on the tee and be like, whoa, if I miss the fairway, I'm gonna be in a cactus. So that was the main difference. And just understanding that hitting a three iron off the tee on these tight holes in the desert, it's still gonna roll up to 300 yards. So let's just hit that. Give me your toughest hole mm -hmm. in Tucson. When it's blowing, we're gonna say Suwailo hole 17, because when it's blowing 30 miles right to left, uh, that, that, even left to right actually both ways, it's brutal. Cause it's what, 460 and water, water on the right, desert on the left. And that green is brutal. There's a two tier green. And great hole to finish. You can see some big numbers, and you can also see some birdies. But I, I'd say 17. Now, so I love. this is going to be an off-the-wall question for you, but I know you're a fan of it, so i got to find out. Let's hear it. Baja Cafe, your favorite order go-to meal. Snickerdoodle pancake combo, scrambled eggs, bacon with snickerdoodle pancake. There we go. Easy. The combo with the snickerdoodle pancake. Unreal. Unreal. Sponsor me, Baja. Uh, <laughs> and what we'll do now is we'll talk about life after college, life after golf, mm -hmm. your major, kind of yeah. what are your interests in your professional life, obviously outside of golf. Yeah, so I'm a marketing major here at uh, Arizona and I'm in the Elder College of Management starting this semester, which is definitely a grind with golf, but I'm really excited for the challenge and I actually introduced my team the other day and I'm really excited, they're really good people. And um, 
yeah, just after golf or after school, I'd love, I want to pursue PGA. I would love to go to, or hopefully these next two years going to map out what I do exactly in terms of the PGA Tour University. And uh, I'm just going to see what, where it takes me and what I want to do. But no matter what, I'm going to shoot for my goal, which is to play professional golf after college. Okay. Now, this is the fun part of this. Let's hear it. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to catch you rapid fire here. I'm going to ask you for your golf analysis on a lot of things. Give me your breakdown of Coach Jim Anderson's game. Slap cuts. Easy as that. Easy as that. <laughs> Most positive guy you'll ever meet, though, on the golf course, and that really correlates to him as a coach. And uh, really, really blessed to have Coach Jim Anderson as a coach because he's just always positive, he's always friendly, and he really brings a smile to everyone's face no matter, no matter what we're doing. And uh, that's really good to have as a coach. Now, uh, Arizona men's golf equipment manager Brian Brigger also knows the Emoy favorite piece of gear he's given. Emoy is the goat. Uh, we all know that. Everyone at the school really appreciates his work. Uh, gear wise, let's go with. I love the golf bags this year. We got some white iced out bags, and so really appreciate Mr. Brigger for that. And keep it going in the postseason bags. Maybe shout out white camo. <laughs> all right, we'll there's, see. There's the, there's the official request. Yep. Uh, best driver on team. I think we know the answer to that one. Best player around the greens. Mm. I'm going to give it to Sammy, my boy. So I, I grew up with Sam, uh, and I saw everything about this kid. And this was the guy that would really piss me off on the golf course in the sense that he would hit it 100 yards shorter than me and still make the same score. So that's that. He, I saw everything about him growing up. And so he will putt and chip lights out when he needs to. What specifically is makes him the best putting and chipping? Uh, just consistent. He rolls the rock end over end. And if everyone on the team can probably say that little pizza shovel that he uses as a wedge is, <laughs> is very good. And he's, he knows what to do around the green. So it's very impressive to see what he does. You have Sam as the best putter on the team as well? I'd give it to him, yeah. 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 I'd also give it to Adric Chan for walking in every putt that he looks at. <laughs> if, if you ever play Adric Chan in match play, good luck. Now, away from the course... Give me the best dancer on the team. Christian Banky, the champion of the Arizona, Arizona Intercollegiate, and we could have proof to that after this interview. Okay, what uh, <laughs> what specifically about his dance game? Oh, I don't, know, video? I don't know if we need to get into that, okay. but Christian Banky is a great dancer and he loves to have fun. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Funniest guy on the team? Mm. Jackson Norwich, freshman. One of my good buddies on the team. We work out together all the time. Really good kid, and I'm really impressed with his game, what he's done so far. But that guy makes us all laugh. His dry humor and his just wittiness really matches with my energy. So there you have it. There's our scouting report mm -hmm. on and off the course. Yeah. Cats getting ready for a big spring. Just won the Arizona Intercollegiate. Uh, have a couple of weeks off before their next event. Follow Arizona Men's Golf on social media. You can follow Chase on social media. He's big on Instagram. He doesn't want to say it, but he is. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Chase, thanks for joining really us. I appreciate you, Matt. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Bear down. Go Cats. Let's go.